baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the Friday edition of The Edge, the 18th day of August 2017. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We hope to enlighten, entertain, educate, and quite possibly enrage you. And you can laugh with us or you can laugh at us. Maybe all at the same time. Yeah, it matters not to us. But, uh, again, appreciate you joining us. We're brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care to get it. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Top of the morning to John Tabor and to my co-host, Senior Jamie Foxx, sporting his uh, LSU gear this morning. Yeah, that's – just saying that uh, I'm a member of the LSU Sports Network. I'm also a member of the Na- next NASA team to the to the moon. Um, but hey, nobody knows that. So people at the Central Station or Tiger Mart or whatever are impressed. I, I'm not. I usually have to have something that extends past my overextended belly right nowadays. So, uh, but anyway, you take what you can get, right? You do. Speaking and, of taking what you could get, yes. Our boy Lane Kiffin. Oh, what a way to start a Friday morning. He's got 34 new players at Florida Atlantic. Wait, run that by me again. 34. How many are transfers? 34. <laughs> uh, 34, that, and this Kiffin said that. Uh, 34 new players, including some walk-ons. Yes. And there was a receiver goes, look, I've never been in a training camp where somebody's got cut before. That's a little bit different. So uh, maybe Kiffin channeling some late Al Davis, perhaps. And uh, what are He's you cutting players? He's got so many? Yes. Nobody knew. You know, Florida Atlantic didn't even have a program, what, 10 years ago, 12? In Kevin's defense, he goes, look, I'm not cutting players. Some kids are transferring out because they see the handwriting on the wall. 34. Jamie, they don't even know each other's names. <laughs> like, who's no, that guy? You know, it's, you know, at FAU, they've got the, you know, the, the tape across the front of the helmets, you know, with the, the kid's last name so you can identify them. Hey, Waltrip, you're gone. You're fired. <laughs> And they pull the tape off the helmet and yeah. give it to the next guy. <laughs> Never get the next guy. Sure. I, I, I sort of like it. Um, Good grief. So what you can take into camp, what, 105? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you can have 85 on scholarship, 105 in camp. And sounds like he had about 120 that he, you know, so he had to call a few. Well, here's but, what uh, he's doing. And, and wouldn't be the first time. This is, uh, they're, they're calling Florida Atlantic now the FBS version of Last Chance U. Yes. Because uh, he's got four of those guys. But he's got a quarterback. That was caught on tape punching a woman. He's got a defensive lineman that was accused of having a gun. Uh, a the what was our guy's name? Franklin. John Franklin. He's on his fourth school. Well, he you know he he likes to enjoy the full college experience. So FAU is well. I mean, okay, you graduated, you got your degree from. Why not go down to the to Boca Raton? Uh, Which uh, you said is the greatest McDonald's in the world. Uh, it's, uh, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's incredible. Looks like uh, Outback Steakhouse, but you know this is a. And reading the article, you know it's an open casting call for a program that's become the FBS version of Last Chance U. I'll tell you what Kiffin is doing. I think I think he's going to win. I think he's going to be successful with some of those guys because they got no other options. Uh, he's got four kids from uh, East Mississippi Community College. 
including uh, the the Trickett kid, who was the well, yeah, that's Clint Trickett, who played quarterback at West Virginia. His dad is Rick Trickett, who is will not be missed by many LSU Tiger offensive linemen, but he is now he's been at Florida State for a while with Jimbo, and uh, this is his son who was at East Mississippi. I think he played there and he coached there, didn't he? I don't think he played there. No, he didn't. He was, right. at West, he was a West yeah, Virginia that's right. quarterback. Right. Uh, Kiffin told the administration, though, look, there's good reason and leverage because they're questioning some of the kids he's bringing because they do have baggage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have baggage. You and I have baggage. A lot of baggage. Probably not quite the same maybe as some. A lot of we carry in front of us. I've not punched a lady or pulled a gun on anybody. Noel. No, I hadn't pulled a gun recently. He did the other day when I, I, I walked I, in here and the office was dark. He I, pulled a gun on I, me. I've never punched a, a lady, anyway. though. But, but Kiffin told the administration, look, we got to fix our roster. And uh, the guy that wrote the article, of course, again, it's journalists interjecting themselves into the thing. And he goes, if fixing that roster means equal parts rap sheets, you judge for yourself. Now, DeAndre Johnson uh, is the quarterback that he signed. And this kid was Mr. Florida football, signed at Florida State. Punched a lady in a bar and was kicked off the team. This is after all the Jameis Winston uh, debacle, the way that Florida State handled that. Anyway, DeAndre was kicked out, went to uh, East Mississippi Junior College, had committed to Florida Atlantic pre-Kiffin. Important to note this. That's true. He had already committed back to them before Kiffin. I watched the new uh, documentary on uh, Netflix Mm -hmm. on Last Chance U Season 2. I understand the kid knows he's polishing his image. He seemed to be a genuinely good kid that made a horrific mistake and said, look, I made a mistake. I've got no explanation. I've got no rationale. I did it. I am accountable. There is zero excuse. You compare and contrast that with some of those cats on there who to this day didn't do anything wrong. They were the victim. Others took account for it. But uh, DeAndre Johnson, if you watch that show, uh, and you even they even interviewed the lady that he hit, mm-hmm. who had some accountability herself because she punched him as well. Yeah, she she was the aggressor. I'll, I saw the film, but that's still no excuse. Here's Kiffin's here's Kiffin's quote on it, and, and grudgingly, I'm sort of becoming a Kiffin fan. Oh, I've always God, been a I can't fan. believe I said that. Yeah, uh, Kiffin said, "Well, look, when something happens, you lose the privilege of being normal. You don't get to do all the parties. You don't get to do the things a normal student do. You've lost that privilege." Now, defensive end. Uh, Tim Bonner, who was also a last chance you East Mississippi guy, uh, was a Louisville player. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Louisville deans called him a, quote, threat to society. <laughs> uh, Bonner said he was falsely accused of having a gun. What made him a threat to society? The fact that he had a gun? Well, and here's the thing on campus law, Jamie, and people don't get this. Campus law is not a courtroom. You have to have preponderance of an evidence. So if you're a dean of students or you're in charge of the judicial process at a college or university, a 5149 is good enough to do whatever that you want to do. It's not overwhelming evidence, and people get uh, confused on that sometimes. It's like the old Judge Wapner People's Court. It's the preponderance of the evidence and how it's brought out there. Anyway, Bonner, when I watched the show at uh, on Last Chance U, mm-hmm. season two, Bonner is shaky. Just watch it. And I know they cut film and they splice it. Bonner is, is, is shaky. Uh, and you hope he does well. John Franklin III uh, has changed schools the way other people change underwear. This is his fourth school, uh, Florida State, East Mississippi, went to Auburn, and now he's using the graduate transfer rule to go to Florida Atlantic.
Good for you. Good for John. He's also in his second position. I think they have him wide out now. Yeah, well, I think that's what he'll play because he brought in, let's see, uh, well, he won't be eligible this year. Chris Robinson, the transfer from Oklahoma. But DeAndre Johnson will be the one throwing to, that's to East Mississippi DeAndre alumni. Johnson can play. Yes, I, he I was can. very impressed with him. He in also, Florida State, signed with Florida State originally. Yeah, he was Mr. Football in Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's like he's one of the top player. in the country. Yeah, but you know, you're you're Jimbo Fisher. You're on the heels of the Jameis Winston debacle, which it was, and the 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 way that the university handled it, the way that the Tallahassee Police Department handled it, the way that the Florida State University Police Department handled it. Uh, I would challenge you go on Netflix. CNN of all people did a documentary. It's called The Hunting Ground, mm-hmm. and they highlighted part of that show was about that case. And uh, say what you will, there was some. Really, really bad decisions and bad things that went on. Uh, Kiffin also brought in a former defensive tackle from Pittsburgh, uh, Jeremiah Tallini. He was once considered the Pittsburgh Panthers' top defensive lineman. He was kicked off the team. There's another kid. What was his transgression? Junior college come in. It didn't say. Uh, Oklahoma quarterback Chris Robinson, who was booted in the spring. But here's Kiffin. He goes, look, we always believed in second chances. I think most of us have had them in life, especially at a young age. These guys are held to a really high standard. I came from a program where we just did that. Okay, so now the media guy is trying to – did he say Alabama takes chances on kids? Have you seen Alabama's roster and some of the stuff they've done? Alabama takes chances on kids, and so does LSU, and so does Louisiana Tech, and so does Grambling, and so does Monroe, and so does every team in America. You take chances on players you mitigate that chance you leverage that chance but you do and so Saban's quote was look coach Saban already has the culture set they're in or they're out hey they take a number the the Florida Atlantic it says the roster chart is so violent that one staffer said it's hard to quantify how many new faces there are Kiffin said there are 34 another unnamed source you know, a Florida Atlantic staffer, my guess it's a holdover from the uh, previous administration. Probably. But you know what Kiffin did? In addition to, I think you said, bringing in the culture, uh, he brought in a lot of uh, GAs and uh, quote-unquote volunteer assistants or interns off that Alabama staff. Uh, Taylor Love, for one, who was in the strength and conditioning program there. I knew when he was playing high school ball at Mountain Brook. So, yes, I mean, he's brought a ton of that culture. He's trying to bring some of that culture. Why? Because the FAU president, everybody involved, wants to win. I mean, FAU's got like a $30 million budget. Jamie, look, a lot of people like sausage. They don't don't want to know how sausage is made. No. They really like it. It's good, but don't don't take them and show them how it's made. You know, uh, DeAndre uh, McNeil, this is the wide receiver, it got booted very first, literally, like the first or second day. Charlie Strong was at Texas. Kid ended up going to uh, Fullerton, which is uh, California Junior College, where he did really well. Uh, and he goes, look, about five months, I ate apples and water every single day. On Sundays, I would treat myself to all-you-could-eat pancakes at Denny's. Shout out to Denny's. Uh, it made me humble myself and take my football more seriously. Juco helped me out and changed my life a lot. Look, Juco, you're eating sandwiches. You're eating apples. That's the life in junior college. And some people have to go there. Some people's choices put them there. But uh, this kid turned down USC and UCLA to go play for Lane Kiffin. Really? 
So that means before we throw shade on Lane Kiffin, realize that he had a full scholarship to USC and UCLA. And UCLA, let's say UCLA, for example, does pride themselves on having a strong academic reputation, according to Josh Rosen. So you can't just cherry pick here and say Lane Kiffin is getting a bunch of thugs. Well, here's here's Kiffin's leverage, Jamie. Although he is taking some. On FAU. They've won nine games in three years. Mm -hmm. They have uh, three seasons in 13 years have they been above 500. And they've only had a program for about 13 years. Well, Kevin draws a parallel. And, again, I think it's accurate to when he was at USC uh, coming in. He was a Trojan coach who inherited a 30-year – or, excuse me, a 30 scholarship reduction. I think it was 30, 35. I, th I think it was 30. Mm -hmm. Scholarship reduction in a two-year bowl ban, and you're trying to recruit nationally. And so Pete Carroll left that thing in smithereens. Uh, Kiffin said, look, it's basically a death penalty. So he had to hustle up walk-on guys, JUCO guys, the same way he's doing here. He goes, it was kind of like turning over every rock, major college graduates, junior colleges. We've got to put our energy into that, not increase the talent, but create competition. It's how USC was built. Pete Carroll just kept bringing guys in. Brian Cushing had to rush against Lindell White. Troy Palomalu is trying to intercept Carson Palmer. You had pros going against pros. The point is of creating an NFL model. You look at everything, free agency, draft, trades, everything. That in a nutshell Boy, tells you what Lane Kiffin is doing. That guy, he's got my attention. Because everybody is running the pro model right now. Yeah. Everybody's going off transfers. He's going to win. He's going to win, and he's going to be out of there. Uh, we'll come back to this. I want to do a little bit more on this. It's almost the, uh, the college football version of speed dating. You know, let's get them in, let's get them out, let's win, go from there. Speaking of such, you're listening to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, La Edge, rolling on a Friday. Thank you for being part of our day and making us part of yours. We're brought to you this segment by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Take shortcuts. $7.99 lunch special, and, and my, my time for lunch is limited, so PowerWorks will get you in and out of there. Highly recommended. Go see him telling you heard about on ESPN and The Edge. Back in a minute. This week is McKinney Honda's Fall Open House, and the Honda Pioneer's what every hunter wants. Here's Richie McKinney. McKinney's has a full stock of Honda Pioneer's at the lowest prices of the year. Choose from the 500 Pioneer, the 700, and the 1000 Pioneer, and save up to $1,500, all with Honda unique beltless transmission and available with Honda's exclusive quick flip seating feature so you can carry more passengers whenever you need. Also, you can lay away at open house prices, pick it up on September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and save on the taxes. Register for the Honda 250 Recon and join us Saturday for the drawing along with free food and refreshments. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet, and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side and the doors closed. I'm a side-by-side and ATV for riders 16 years of age and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. $1,500 savings on 2016 Pioneer 1000. MSRP does not include this connection charge. Don't miss your chance to save big on the goods for the woods this week at the Fall Open House only at McKinney Honda, your outdoor superstore, Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small? 
or too large? Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 345-6644. For generations and still today, parents trust H. Michael Sports to gear kids up for youth football and soccer. All-star football helmets, $49.99. Champ Pro integrated football pants, extra small to Husky, $17.99. Shin guards to soccer balls, cleats for football or soccer. Good sports know if it's on the field, it's in the store. Nike, Under Armour, Russell, Adidas, head to toe. Everything they need is at H. Michael Sports. Still on Forsyth, still local. H. Michael Sports. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, spending a little bit of their Friday morning with us. We appreciate you spending it and hanging out with us, as always. Two old dudes. Two old dudes who uh, like sausage. Like so- You don't want to know how it's but made. we don't want to know how it's made. Lane Kiffin knows how it's made. Lane Kiffin, I would, uh, man, I miss Layla. I'll just say that. You, th- you think Lane is out on the dating scene there in well, uh, Boca Raton? I think she's in uh, – I don't know if she lives. I think she may still be out in California. But I'll say this. You know, you know who's uh, who's back and better than ever? Who's that? Shania Twain. That's you remember sing- Shania that's Twain? A singer, yes? Oh, yes. Yes. I think she's been off – you know, been out of the scene. I, we'll get back to this, but I just got to share this with our audience. I saw a clip of her. I don't – I usually try to get in bed before 10 o'clock. She was on the Jimmy Fallon show. What is that, the Tonight Show? Yeah, I don't watch Saying it. her new show. 51 years old. Easy on the eyes is what you're telling me? Uh, tremendously. All right. Yes. She's back and better than ever. She's going on tour. Speaking and, of such, uh, you know who I saw? Kind of the same direction. And she's like 70. Stevie Nicks. Stevie, uh, is she really that old? She's 60 yes. plus. She's 70. And she she's looks like 70 years old. And you're like. She's Raquel Welchish. You know, you're like, man, she's really attractive for a 70-year-old. Then you're going, God, did I really just say that? Like, yeah, in a minute. Think about think <laughs> yeah. about that. We just want to be alive at hey, 70. You're a, hey, all you old guys out there, you'll appreciate what we're saying. I've got about four texture on my phone. <laughs> so you think like us, which is. Well, why do we bring this up? Because we are I just don't know. Been discussing why, why do we bring this up? Because of Lane Kiffin. And uh, how shall he say his uh, uh, zest for life with the ladies? Um, there can be worse places to hang out. Don't you know. Than Boca. Yeah, I mean, don't you know when he was getting these job interviews going, now you can, you know, we really think highly of you here in Kalamazoo. At Western Michigan, and we we you're in our town. You go mm, okay, and then we're going to think. And then Boca, 
I mean, was that really a hard decision? I mean, if you think about it, and everybody went, Boca, Florida Atlantic. Now you know why. Lane, Lane Kiffin's biggest threat is probably not the teams he no, plays, it's not. but angry husbands. Boosters' <laughs> <laughs> wives. Yes, that's probably. He just talked to Charlie Strong on that yeah, one. Yeah, well, let's just say that. Just uh, say no, Lane. <laughs> I, you know, I would really like to know, and I can't prove it, but I would really love to, to – I bet you could cut that tension with a knife at that Alabama athletic department there at the end when, when Saban and Kiffin. I don't know if they were even the same building together at the same time. I'm sure they were. It's just, it's a, look, but, you got to uh, go. You, you know, Saban, it it's like anybody else. There is a um, – Kudos to both of them. They made yeah, it work. You, you make it yep. work, and it's uh, both of them needed each other. Yeah. And when it's time to move, it's time to move. Saban is the ultimate authority figure on that one. The ball says go. you got to go. And, and to, and to mm. Kiffin's credit – he did not disparage it. No. He, he took the high road out of it. Would he have much probably rather been at Alabama calling that game? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he probably would have. But, you know, he's got – just think, if Saban hadn't given him that extra week, how many of those 34 players do you think he would have gotten? Or better yet, if he'd have stayed at Alabama he, for that next week, he might have only gotten 30. Yeah, well, I don't know. He got on the phone quick, didn't he, as soon as he got that FAU job. I think he got on the phone in the parking lot when Saban told him to leave. I think so. He was on the cell phone in his car calling, on the way out. Calling players. Yes. Yeah, uh, whatever. He's he's revamping that roster, and uh, I'm not saying these are all Boy Scouts he's bringing in, but I guarantee you they're pretty talented football players, and that's what FAU hired him to do. It's the Dallas Cowboys thought yeah. process. You know, we talked about Jerry Jones. It's a pretty good segue with Ezekiel Elliott. Right. You know, Jerry Jones is is not a football guy per se. He's got put in the Hall of Fame. Jerry Jones is an oil guy. And I think he manages that football club like an oil guy. He's a roll the dice, double down. If you go back and look at all the players that he has brought in, and Jamie, there's been like a warning label attached to almost 100% of the guys that they've had issues with. I mean, you've had the vehicular manslaughter, uh, uh, Brent uh, not Scott, Johnson, John, Johnson, Brent something, Josh another. John, something like that. Johnson, uh, but I you think. had the vehicular manslaughter. That guy had problems in college. Look, Des Bryant oh, came gosh. with a warning label out of Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. It's like it's written on his shirt. Uh, the Collins kid from LSU was investigated for the murder down there. Now, in fairness to him, he was completely exonerated of all charges, but every other team had passed on it. So Jerry Jones signed a free agent, which was equivalent of a top 14 pick in the NFL draft. You look at some of the others from Greg Hardy he's brought in, Pac-Man Tank Jones. Johnson, Pac-Man Jones. Jerry Jones has had a history of bringing in guys with very nefarious, very question. Let's be honest with you. They're not even questionable. They're bad dudes, a lot of them, and putting them in that locker room and trying to win with them. Well, you're talking about being a – he runs it like his old business, Will. Not every time Jerry Jones's old company drills do they hit a gusher, right? But when they do. But when they do, and then they keep, you know, but what do they do? They don't stop. They go to the next one. Ezekiel Elliott's dad, prior to them drafting him, because there were some questions about his character and his maturity more so than anything else. Ezekiel Elliott's dad, and I've read this, had told the media, look, my son is not ready to handle the things that come with being a football professional football player. When your dad says that about you, hey, my kid is not ready to deal with all this stuff. Isn't that a big red warning flag? And Jerry said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I got it. Oh, he'll assign, you know, just like he did with Pac-Man Jones, he'll sign security detail and, you know, hopefully. Uh, 
that's the thing. Uh, you know, I don't know if another year at Ohio State would have benefited Ezekiel Elliott. I doubt it. Uh, he was obviously good enough to go to the pros when he did. But I think he got out. With a, I think it was a combination of, like, Jameis Winston. They may that, have kind of invited. I think Jimbo Fisher was probably relieved by the time J- Jameis Winston probably what's, left. What's the old Motley Crue song? Girl, don't go away mad. Just go away. Yep. Just, just, just go away. Yeah, and be done with it. So well, and he did. And but uh, Lane Kiffin obviously is going to roll the dice on some players. It'll either, uh, you know, either blow up in his face or it'll be a very productive ex- experience, and he'll move on. But FAU brought him in for one reason: win, win, baby. What? And most, well, let's be honest, Terry. Why can't we just have an open and honest conversation about this? Do most fans of most schools, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, in the SEC, do they really give a rat's behind whether, you know, players graduate or whether no, – No. 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 Do you win? I wish they did. I wish they would never get in trouble. I don't want them to break the law. But you run a – that's why Rice can only get 15,000 people to their games. That's why, you know, Stanford's done, Stanford doesn't even sell out. Yes. They got more people in the library than at the football games. Vanderbilt, great school. Vanderbilt players got in trouble. When did Vanderbilt start winning? When they brought in some players like when James Franklin brought in some. I'm sure we're not all five beta kappas. You don't. James like Franklin. Duke basketball. Those cats, how oh. are not going to get into Duke? Hell just no. Just as uh, applying as a student. Excuse my French, but no, that is not – I mean, it's just – listen, when you reach a depth of desperation, you have – you start cutting corners. I'm not saying it's right, but not everybody – I mean, to me, it's amazing that schools like Rice still play football. The things they have to go through to put a competitive product on the field. If you do away with football, and Southeast Louisiana had done this, yeah. and there's some other people that do it, you alienate a lot of your boosters. Because unless you're at, uh, you know, Kentucky, mm-hmm. or unless you're at Louisville, and those football programs have gotten considerably better, they're still the backseat to basketball there. True. Uh, UCLA, you saw as a basketball school. They got a good football team. They're bad. USC, that's a football school. They have basketball. But unless you're one of those unique situations, that's the galvanizing factor for so many of those boosters in that community and that school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like high school, all right? If your football team is successful early on, it sort of sets the mood for the school for the year. Right. You know, it, it just does. Basketball is great, and you're going to do, you know, what you do. But football really sets the mood and the tone uh, for that school year in so many ways. And I think you're seeing the same thing in, in collegiately. Kiffin's most prophetic statement, I'm treating this like an NFL model. Very few people other than John Calipari will tell you that. And I would equate Kiffin in some of his recruiting. Calipari changed college basketball himself, Jamie, changed college basketball with the one and dones, and he embraced it. Now uh, he gets a lot of criticism. You know, he's the Antichrist. People don't like him. They think he cheats. And, and all that's fine. The man has changed the game in college basketball. Now you have Mike Krzyzewski using one and done. Tom Izzo, every single player or coach out there, uh, they're using one and dones. Duke had just signed the number one, the number five, the number six, and the number eight players in the country. 
Seriously. Yeah, I saw it. How long do you think those guys are going to be there? Maybe three at best. And that may be one of those four that stays that long. Depends on how many Kentucky has coming out that year. So it just got something. You can't, you can't whip something that gets bigger every year. And what got bigger every year is this, this, the pressure for these kids to stay in school and get a degree when they probably came from impoverished backgrounds and they have to. Now, do most of them make it? Unfortunately, no. The track record's not there. There's not many, you know, really great ball players, Steph Curry's and so forth along that are, you know, that are going to stay four years now. And it's a, it's a shame because I think is to Ezekiel Elliott's father's point, probably another year in school would have helped him from a maturity standpoint. That's what happens. You give somebody from from a background like that a lot of money, a lot of fat. You know, they don't they they have no way to they go crazy. And I probably we all would, unless we had a very structured environment and we complied with that structure. Right. It's crazy. We uh we're gonna go take our second break. We come back. We're gonna talk about. Uh, some interesting things in the world of food and stadiums and people's latest assault on a fast food giant and how that does nothing but take that fast food giant to the bank. Uh, sure, genius. Listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Water, Jamie Fox. This segment sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley. We're running your support and incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. The Louisiana Special Olympics. Louisiana Special Olympics. Back on Momento. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. The 42nd Annual Pinecone Invitational will be held September 2nd through the 4th at Calvert Crossing Golf Club. The Pinecone is a pre-flighted four-ball golf tournament you will not want to miss. Your entry fee includes tea gifts, food and drinks each day, cash prizes, three rounds of tournament golf, and a practice round. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Call Calvert Crossing Golf Club today to sign up. 397-0064. The West Washita Youth Sports Association registration opens on July 22nd and ends on August the 23rd. For football, soccer, and cheerleading, you can register online at wysassociation.websitesiplay.com or check the website for registration dates at the complex. Cost for football and soccer is $90 and cheerleading is $90 plus uniform. 
Ron Alexander, Clothiers for Men. Hello, this is Ron Alexander. Treat yourself to the luxury of our fine tailored custom shirtings. With over 500 fabrics, 20 collar styles, and a half dozen cuff styles, the possibilities are endless. Nothing less than a perfect fit results with shirts sewn to your specific measurements. Throughout this month, purchase five custom shirts and your sixth shirt is free. You owe it to yourself to find out what others already know. Knowing how to dress is knowing where to buy. North 18th Street, Monroe. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the segment brought to you by GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, you got a big stadium. It's Atlanta. It's the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You got the Falcons who played the Super Bowl and blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. Coming back this year, 28-3, much to the delight of Saints fans internationally. Uh, They were only slightly more excited when the Saints themselves won the Super Bowl. Uh, The second thing is the Falcons losing said Super Bowl. And in the fashion of which they lost it, it could not have been more brutal. Saints fans, uh, it it was like a holiday. So anyway, Chick-fil-A, based in Atlanta, Truett Cathy, the late uh, founder of Chick-fil-A, the highest grossing fast food franchise uh, in the world, has outlets at different restaurants. They have different uh, venues that they offer their services or their services being uh, the, the menu items. But they will not be open on Sunday. Famously, Truett Cathy would not open on Sunday, Jamie Foxx. Yes, because uh, he wanted his employees to have the opportunity to attend a church if they chose to do so. Have a day of rest. Have a day of rest. Uh, that model has absolutely worked well because they sit atop the fast food industry, and there's nobody else even close. Think Alabama football three years ago. Nobody else is even in the discussion. Sunday, ironically enough, being the highest grossing fast food day there is. And Chick-fil-A not being and open Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Chick-fil-A not being still. open. So Chick-fil-A, and, you know, Chick-fil-A also took a stance uh, on traditional marriage. Mm-hmm. They said, we support, the because our company was founded on biblical principles, and we support traditional marriage. Well, this caused massive demonstrations and reaction by uh, uh, people that did not support that or thought that they considered it hate, so they organized a boycott. And uh, that boycott ended up being the single highest grossing revenue day in Chick-fil-A history. And so Chick-fil-A is saying, thank you for boycotting us. I have a theory that actually Chick-fil-A spokesman organized that boycott. Uh, No, but I can tell you this. Uh, Of course, we now have a Chick-fil-A in Ruston. I drove by it last night. Yes, there's a Jamie. The, the were, backup, they on, were they on I-20? Or yeah, it was, the backup was to Calhoun. I'm sure it was. Yeah. They had like the two or three lines. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I'll hit that when uh, when things slow down a little bit like in a year. Uh, same thing here on, uh, you know, on t- you're lucky even on a slow day you're, you're stuck out on Thomas Road. Uh, but you know what? They do it right. And you sit there and you, you, you uh, gang up on Chick-fil-A. And here's what's so funny. To your point, Terry, they're opening the NFL plays on Sunday, correct? Yes. Chick-fil-A 
has put a restaurant or franchise in the new Mercedes-Benz Dome. Are they going to make an exception and open on Sunday? No. Negative, Ghost Rider. No. They don't have to. However, Saints fans rejoice. When the Falcons play the Saints on December 7th, it is a Thursday game. And so you can go watch the Saints beat up on the Falcons and enjoy some delicious Chick-fil-A at the Mercedes-Benz uh, You know Stadium what? I may go back to Atlanta just for that, just because Chick-fil-A is open on a Thursday. But people are, are going crazy over this. Uh, I saw one of the quotes by one of the media members, again, it's media members, they should sue Chick-fil-A and demand that they be open on Sunday. Yes. Why don't you sue me? And make me open my privately held business uh, to conform with the hours that you want. No, here's the thing. Do not be faint of heart, people of the uh, Falcons fans. Uh, Maybe Powerworks will open up a franchise there in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Then you're, you know, that that can possibly be somewhat will sound. Those of you who are disappointed, Chick-fil-A won't be open on Sunday. What if Power? I mean, that's a good way to. uh, to uh, to make you feel a little better, but you know I love this Terry because this is a this is a corporate business that is not caving to the whims of the media or society. They stick it to their principles. I know it's not fashionable to say sticking to their guns. Uh, you said you said the G word. Yeah, the G word, guns. Um, you know, you have to appreciate that, and I, and that's why people so passionately support Chick-fil-A is because finally someone has the kahunas to do what they think is right. I don't, you know, I would, you know, would love the fact that Chick-fil-A is open on Sunday. My mother used not to let us go to movies on Sunday, and everybody looked at us like we were crazy. Do you remember the blue laws we had here? Yeah. All you old guys driving around that are uh, over 40, you know what right. I'm talking about. Right. On Saturday, you had to go buy razors and shaving cream or whatever other essentials you needed. Because you weren't going to get it on Sunday. And, and I remember it, uh, at night, if you were ever in a 7-Eleven or any kind of store, at 11.59 at night, they started drawing the curtains over all the alcohol all over the beer in the yeah. coolers. You couldn't sell beer, couldn't buy beer. But, you know, we somehow all survived. Yeah, somehow. And, uh, you know, it, I know it sounds strange because there was nobody more against the blue laws than I was. Uh, there was nobody more against this 12 o'clock closing. Well, you know, nowadays you learn you you can live without that stuff. And, you know, no one has to go into detail about DUI driving and things like that. Um, I'm not casting aspersions on anybody, but sometimes there's a price that has to be paid. And, unfortunately, you know, it's seriously because, you know, you're talking about loss of life with things like that. But we survived, Terry. And by the Chick-fil-A. Grace, literally by the grace of God. Chick-fil-A is surviving. Chick-fil-A, Jamie, Jamie, they are averaging. The store averages, every Chick-fil-A store, $4.4 million a year. That's, the, that's not the high ones. That's the average. The average. You know what the next closest Fast food chain is? Probably Wendy's. No. What? My favorite, Whataburger. Really? Whataburger's each store averages $2.7 million. But Big Texas outfit, right? Didn't they start yeah, in Texas? Yeah, Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. But 
Whataburger, I mean, excuse me, Chick-fil-A makes almost $2 million more per store. I think McDonald's is like 750000 And, uh, boy, that's went downhill. Yeah. But, you know, whatever happened, you know, but you would think those those franchises would try to copycat some of this stuff, right? No. Here, here's the irony. Uh, Zaxby's signed a five-year deal to be the official chicken of the Atlanta Falcons. But the kicker is they don't sell Zaxby's at the stadium. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? I signed. But, you know, and, and Alan, thanks for your the, text. It could be the chicken wars at the Mercedes-Benz. Zaxby's well, I, could open Alan, up in there, too. And Alan out of West Monroe makes a great point that people do not get. Uh, you know, look, the football stadium, it hosts stuff all year long. Folks, Atlanta, huge market. Concerts. Uh, political Monster rallies. Monster truck pulls. Monster truck pulls. If they could get the world's biggest ball of twine, people to come see that. So you got stuff going all high school football. Wrestling. Basketball. You name it. They're going to have it there, right? Mud wrestling. And so yes. they're going to have all these events. And thanks, Alan. You're exactly right. And Chick-fil-A is going to be open there. They're going to be open six sure. days a week. Right. And, you know, I, I res- for one, I respect any organization's right in a privately held business to make decisions they feel is in the best interest of their business and their employees. To my knowledge, Chick-fil-A is not taking the first penny from the federal government so they can do whatever the heck they want. Well, we remember the uh, the two bakers, I think, in Washington State, mm-hmm. the, the, the couple that owned the bakery that refused to bake a cake for – the alternative lifestyle wedding, right? And were sued and lost, and basically shut their bakery down. So the government will get involved. And now you have people, of course, Chick Fil A again. All the uh, the ultra progressive movie stars came out against Chick Fil A, and that resulted in the highest grossing day in Chick Fil A history. I, I, I'll liken this one, Tabor. You'll like this. We had the sausage analogy. I got one better for you. Jerry Tarkanian back in the day. He of the chewing of the towel. Yeah, he of the chewing of the towel in the long-running feud with the NCAA. Jerry Tartanian's son, Danny, had played for him. Danny became a lawyer, and now he's a fairly prominent politician uh, out of Nevada with, I, th- I think, some national aspirations. And so this had been tied up in the Supreme Court and, and things forever. UNLV actually, or Jerry Tarkanian won against the NCAA. This is back in the, the 90s when he was at Fresno State. And the common joke in the basketball circles, he took the NCAA's money and acquired more players with their money, and that gave him the satisfaction like nothing else ever in the history of the world could give. Now, I'm not telling you he did that. That was a conjecture among the coaches, and I think we all like to think that's what happened. Yeah, I don't think there were too many members of the NCAA that were pallbearers. Justice was served. Boy, I tell you what, don't you know that was sweet to Jerry Tarkanian, who I liked. I know he cheated, but I liked him. Jerry Tarkanian took chances on players. Yeah, he did. Those players loved him. To, and I would tell you, he's a, he's Kiffin-like in some ways. He's Calipari-like in some ways. Uh, because I, I think as a society, I do think you take chances. Now, are there too many chances sometimes? Sure. I think some things you don't get us. You know, Jamie, you don't get a second chance on some things. Well, here's something I thought about, Terry, and it may not have any validity whatsoever so i want to put that disclaimer out there when i say this but if you don't take chances on some of these kids what do you do okay they're the next one that robs the liquor store 
or you know that time that they're in practice or whatever, are they the ones that are going to vandalize property? Are they the ones that are going to steal from your car? Are they? Maybe, maybe not. But if they don't have an opportunity that athletics presents that at least gives them the chance of a scholarship, the chance of athletic competition, the chance to learn a culture of teamwork and sacrifice. You know, there's and there's I know there's a litany of players out there that that had those opportunities and blown them. But what are your options? Put someone else in jail? You know? And I know a lot of them deserve to be there. But what what are your options? You pay taxes, right? We all pay taxes, don't we? Or most of us do. Most of us do. Oh, so no. What? Half of us do. So do I want Jamie, half of us pay half taxes. Half of us pay taxes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, half of us do pay taxes. And I'd rather, you know, try to get a kid into a productive way of life through athletics or through a – I know maybe they don't deserve it and maybe they have a criminal background, but what do you do? What, what, what's your alternative? That's maybe two or three years they're not breaking the law. Who knows if you can – and who knows if you get them in your – in your locker room and you get them exposed to these coaches, they learn some kind of structure. That's why I'm going to go. We're going to take our last break, yeah. and I want to come back to that because great coaches, great teachers, great leaders, great pastors, bosses, whoever they may be, impact people in a far more dynamic way than I think a lot of people give them credit for. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. You'll see us being 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx closing it out here after the break. The Edge. This segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, folks. Bobby is there for you. 318-342-1411. 342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get a real Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. McKinney Honda's 32nd annual open house is here. Get all the goods for the woods you need for the hunting season. Here's Richie McKinney. Our fall open house is going on all week, and there's no better time to buy that Kawasaki four-wheeler or side-by-side that you've been wanting. All week, save big on 2017 Kawasaki's. Save $800 on mules, $2,000 on a Terex, and $1,000 on Kawasaki 750 Brute Force. Also, you can lay away now and pick it up September 1st, 2nd, or 3rd and save on the taxes. While you're saving on all the goods for the woods throughout the store this week, be sure to register for the four-wheeler to be given away. Then join us on Saturday for the drawing, free food, and refreshments. Read owner's manual and all product warnings. Kawasaki ATVs with engines of 90cc and above are recommended for use only by persons 16 years of age or older. 
Center. Kawasaki also recommends all ATV riders take a training course. It's McKinney's 32nd annual Fall Open House. This is your chance to save big all week at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, Ruston. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Jamie Foxx, Terry Waldrop, John Tabor running the Death Star. Man, you want to talk about a risky operation, have Tabor in charge of it. Uh, but he's absolutely gold. I mess with him. He I is uh, one of the best in the business. Uh, don't tell lot, him I said that. A lot of people don't know this. Tabor actually orchestrated the... the uh, the raid on Benghazi. Tabor did? I've been, yeah, Tabor was the. SEAL Team 6? Well, he could have been. He but was, he was in the background. But He was SEAL Team 12. Well, I'm going to tell you something. 66. I'd go to war with John Tabor. <laughs> I'd go to war with him. We're very appreciative of John. And we pick at him. And, you know, as we love him. Uh, but, but very appreciative of his service and the service of all. Uh, the great Americans in, involved with Indeed. the military and uh, should be uh, they should be commended. Uh, I want to go back, Jamie. You mentioned this, and you got more information than I do on it. But the National Football League Players Association has filed an appeal on the Ezekiel Elliott situation. A lot of the talking heads in the media that people listen to, Stephen A. Smith being being a voice. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, I would tell you probably about forty percent of the time, I agree with him. And 50% of the time I don't. And 10%, I'm just not up on the facts enough to, to really voice an opinion. But uh, he's come out hard with, hey, if they didn't charge him, then how can you suspend him? Which I don't really go with that line of thinking because there's always more to it than what the general public knows. Uh, but, yeah, talk a little bit about the uh, in our last segment here about what's going on because this could potentially be Armageddon. Yeah, it really could, Terry. I think this is getting particularly ugly between the uh, Players Association and the NFL. And I normally don't like to, but this is just to show you how uh, contentious this could become. This is a statement from Joe Lockhart, the uh, NFL Executive Vice President of Communications. Uh, he says, over the past few days, we received multiple reports of the NFLPA, the NFL Players Association, sp- spreading derogatory information to the media about the victim in a, the Ezekiel Elliott discipline case. It is a common tactic to attempt to prove the innocent of the accused by discrediting the victim, in this case, Mrs. Thompson. When coming forward to report such abuse, common or not, these tactics are shameful. E- efforts to shame and blame victims are often what prevent people from coming forward to report violence and or seek help in the first place. Okay, here's the NFL Players Association retort to that. This is their tweet right after this came out. The public statement issued on behalf of every NFL owner is a lie. The NFL Players Association categorically denies the accusations made in this statement. We know the league office has a history of being exposed for its lack of credibility. 
This is another example of NFL's hypocrisy on display in an attempt to create a sideshow to discredit from their own failings in dealing with such serious issues. They should be ashamed for stooping to new lows, and they go, the public statement issue on behalf of every NFL owner is a lie. The NFL player categorically denies accusations made in this statement. Uh, then, uh, you know, they, they quoted a linebacker for the Bills, Lorenzo Alexander, saying things are not fair and consistent, really all over the place, talking about I agree, the NFL. I agree with it. He's, and he's right. right. You can have two players do the exact same thing and get two different punishments. Folks, this is going to get ugly. This is going to get real ugly because you've got I, – I, I can see a strike coming out of this because that's how contentious it is. But you know what? It is. He's right. The consistency – this is this deal with Ezekiel Elliott. Let's just be honest about it. It's a knee-jerk reaction to the Ray Rice situation. See, I'll go further. I think there's more stuff on Ezekiel Elliott, and me being a Cowboys fan, speculation on my part. I think there's more to it, as I thought there was Tom Brady, that we don't know about. That's, that they don't release uh, because they don't want to embarrass the league first, or the player second, uh, or better yet, the league first, the team second, the player third more than what they are, and Randy texted, innocent until proven guilty the American way. That's true if you're in a court of law. This is a privately held business, folks. All right. The NFL is a privately owned. Now, could I make the uh, argument that if you're playing in a stadium that is partially funded by taxpayer money, that you have to be, there has to be certain stipulations that need to be met? I, I think I could make that argument. Well, I'm going to say this, that I think one of the things that, that's why the NFL Players Association, so many can relate to Ezekiel Elliott in this case. And you know what it is? It's extortion. Tiffany Thompson, the accused, and I have they have proof, they have tweets of her conversing with a friend of hers saying she was going to sell a sex tape in order to extort money from Ezekiel Elliott. Why? Because she wanted to have breast enhancements. She and her friend, and the friend said, do you think we can get 10000 And Tiffany Thompson said, I want twenty. That's, that is is published fact right now. So that's what has, and so I'm not. they be really, really big Listen, and if, you know what? <laughs> no, hold on. For, that would make to, me pretty upset, too. I'm just trying to think what 20 grand would get you. Oh, I can't. I, I, I can mean, tell you what 300 can, but I can't tell you what 20 grand would do. But I will tell uh, you this. Would you have to have a wheelchair to haul them around oh, or what? I don't know, but I'll say this. I mean, you know, now. We can say all you want to about Ezekiel Elliott. You know, this is what his dad was concerned about. Ezekiel Elliott is not making good choices. He's not making wise choices. He wasn't uh, cunning enough or mature enough to realize this woman was an extortionist. But. I don't think he cared. That exon Well, he probably didn't. At the, at the time. At the time, he didn't. But, and, and do I think he may have reacted violently? Possibly. Uh. But here's the thing. Jamie, she's won. You don't know. Yeah, at this point right now. So let me ask you a question. This, we, we saw what just happened to Ezekiel Elliott. And, again, I don't think either one of us is advocating putting your hands on women. Not at all. Okay? Not at all. How, this is not like a Ray Rice situation. And, again, we only saw a certain percentage of that tape. We didn't see what precipitated it. We didn't see what – so we saw a, a, a clip of that. Uh, we saw him knock her out, drag her off the elevator. Horrific. Horrific. But here's the deal. We saw what just happened to Ezekiel Elliott. Let's just pretend for a second Ezekiel Elliott is completely on the level. He didn't do anything wrong. 
she's extorting him, which we know she's trying to do. All right, there's, we don't know what Ezekiel Elliott did. We know she's trying to extort it. All right, that's the fact. So do you think anybody else that has a girlfriend or an acquaintance now that says, hey, you know what? If you don't give me ten grand or twenty grand or three hundred dollars, I'm going to ruin your career, just like Ezekiel Elliott. You don't think that thought has crossed some people's minds on the player side, on their agent side? How many of those people you think are going to start getting paid because they they man, I don't want to get and this is Ezekiel Elliott. What if it was the guy that was barely making the team? He's cut. Terry, what's the difference between what Ezekiel Elliott is accused of doing? which we didn't see, but we did see what DeAndre Johnson did. We did see what Joe Mixon did. In both of those cases, neither one of those guys, and I don't excuse them for doing it because they should have gotten up and walked away. Both of those situations, the girl pushed them first, instigated it. In this case, she's doing it verbally to Ezekiel Elliott. She's instigating And dumb this. enough to send it out in a text message. And he and dumb enough to send out a text message, and he was gullible enough to fall for it. All I'm saying is, this is a case of, to Ezekiel Elliott's dad was right on. This is an immature young man, and you know what happens when you're immature and you're emotional? You make bad judgments. I, I'm just curious, who is doing investigations for the NFL? I don't know, but they're about ready to lose their, their players. Roger Goodell, what are you doing? He's uh, it's just you're, no, he's not an idiot. He's a, he makes a ton of money for him. Well, he gets paid forty four. He gets paid forty million. something million dollars a year, so he's obviously doing to something. To make everybody right. mad. But I think that's the crazy thing about it is it's so wildly inconsistent. You know, going back to Tom Brady getting suspended for, I guess, destroying evidence. He destroyed his own cell phone. It's again, folks. This is not a court of law. This is you have no, uh, you have no ability. Listen to have to turn your personal items over. Here's the thing. There's you no don't subpoena think, ability. That's what I was do you know why? Do you know why probably Jerry Jones is probably so upset? Because this is a guy, you don't think Jerry Jones has ever been extorted by a woman for money? It happened here a couple years ago. Exactly. You don't think Rick Pitino's ever been extorted by a woman for money? It happened. It's quick. happened to Ezekiel Elliott. It's just his, it's, he's the bull in the ring it right now. It happened to Quick Rick, uh... In Louisville a couple years ago. Exactly. Went to court on that. Good topic, man. A bunch of Texas rolled in. Uh, don't have time to get to them, but I do appreciate it. Been a fun week, man. Uh, thanks for you guys' patience. We worked out a few kinks. Hopefully everything was good today as it was yesterday and the day before. You've been listening to ESPN 97.7, The Edge, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor running the Death Star. Thanks to our sponsors. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Rhode Island Hospital, US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. Go by and see me and tell him you heard about it on The Edge in ESPN. Our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design, GB Cooley, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Spotavell. Hey, for the special person in your life, if they're stressed out of their mind, go get them some Spotavell. In Monroe, 318-807-1060, Spotavell in Monroe. Thanks also to the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union for sponsoring the text line. For John Tabor, for Jamie Foxx, I'm Terry Walter. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you back in here on Monday at 9 Bells. Until then, folks, aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic 
Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.